0: Welcome to the Social Insights Show, sharing social media industry perspectives. And now, here's your host, Jeff DeHaven. Today's show is brought to you by Social Mitten, Michigan's largest social media conference. For more information on that, you'll hear about it later in the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Social Insights Podcast. We are... Uh, Recording this from Social Media Marketing World in San Diego. So we are excited. We're here talking to Sean. Sean, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and uh, kind of a little bit of background on yourself.
1: Well, cool, first, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Jeff. Um, So my name is Sean Ayala. I am a Snapchat, well, actually, my wife uh, pushes me to say this, I'm an (laughs) award-winning Snapchat um, interactive content creator. Um, I like to just doodle and draw and tell stories on Snapchat. Um, I got into it, right? This is this the question you'd ask? I got into it uh, yeah, yeah. a couple years ago. Um, Gary Vee was pushing it two years ago really hard saying um, people need to get on Snapchat. It's going to be the next social media platform that changes the way we communicate um, to our, just to an audience in general. And I hopped on it, went all in, and loved it ever since. And what is it that you
0: love about it?
1: Uh, Snapchat is just a, it's a fun, different type of platform um, that allows you to um, piece together images and videos and then add images, actually not images, emojis, drawings to tell just these cool creative stories. So for me personally, I used to love gr- uh, drawing when I was small. Okay. And the ability to doodle on images and videos excited me. And I went, all, I went all in and learning how to bring the drawing skills I had as a kid um, to the platform to create stories around uh, cartoon characters of the past that I used to uh, love watching to the latest new shows like Walking Dead um, and bring them into my stories on Snapchat, so.
0: Okay, so for those that are listening and could be small businesses, middle-sized businesses or, or individuals that haven't yet jumped on Snapchat, what are they missing and what do they need to really consider to be present on that particular platform?
1: Well, For, for any business, I think the first goal is, is to consider um, or the first thing you want to keep in mind is or ask yourself, um, who is your target demographic? Um, right now, at this moment, as of, on this recording, 70% of Snapchat's user base or demographic is between the ages of uh, 12 and 34 okay Um, so although that is drastically changing in this moment Mm -hmm. um, but right now that is the core audience so one identify if your target audience is there Um, and if they are there snapchat is the app or the social platform that these that this demo is dominating in as far as paying attention to the content that's being served up to them Um, so I think if you're if the demo if your demo is there you're missing a huge opportunity to get in front of them and tell your story and your brand message
0: okay so um you know if if that's not your demographic would you say you know kinda maybe staying away at this point if you're B2C or B2B then maybe it's not the the place to be at this particular moment
1: no so so I actually do believe to right now um, because the the uh, the audience is shifting Um, I would recommend that businesses get on it right now to at least understand how to use the platform and use the tools. Because it's not Twitter, it's not Facebook, it's not Instagram. Right. It, Snapchat is a unique platform that you definitely have to take some time to learn and understand because when when the tides shift, um, and we're seeing it right now, um, you want to be able to, to understand how to communicate to your audience when they're there.
0: So. For businesses that are say, okay, that's the demographic I want to get on. And from what you're saying, it's, it's making sense. Where should they start off
1: as far as, uh, beginning on Snapchat?
0: Yeah. Should they, is there some prep they need to do before even signing up for an account that they need to get kind of in order or, uh, you know, where do they go?
1: Yep. So, uh, one for any, for any business, just get on there and grab your, um, Snapchat username, right? Um, get your business name. You don't want to be, you want something that'll match your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, so you have consistency in the future. Um, and that should go with any social media platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, if, if you're ready to hop on Snapchat and, and kind of figure out how to use it, my number one recommendation would be to follow influencers. Um, they are the people right now that are doing it correctly. Um, brands and businesses are learning from these influencers because they've been on the platform since 2011 and they understand how to communicate to this audience in a way that is native on the platform right so i would say number one find the influencers and follow them and if if you need a, a resource to find them um, the 11 second.com is a really cool place to go to
0: okay speaking of that inspiration you know if they're looking to speak to that younger demographic and let's say you know <laughs> they're maybe an older demographic that's producing the content where should they go to maybe get inspired or learn the correct way to speak to that 12 to, to 34 demographic?
1: I think it goes back to the same, the same just, follow, just follow the influencers. Because I think on Snapchat, there's a certain way you communicate um, just in general, like because um, it, it, it is putting together, snipping together images, videos with emojis, texts, and um, doodles that I, I think I mentioned that. Um, yeah, and the filters, right? So yep. there, there is a certain uh, skill in, not a skill, but there's a certain way to just tell stories on the platform and just by following people because you can not steal those ideas, but you can kind of tweak them and test them on, on your Snapchat account to kind of see what works for you or not.
0: And now a word from our sponsor. Want to keep ahead of your competitors? Need to master a social platform? Struggling to measure your ROI? Discover how to improve your social media marketing at Social Mitten 2016, brought to you by Social Media Club Great Lakes Bay. Meet nationally recognized industry leaders, experience expert-led sessions, soak up countless tips, new strategies, and enjoy extensive networking opportunities. Taking place at the innovative and leading University of Michigan, don't miss the largest social media conference in the Midwest by securing your ticket today at socialmitten.com. Um, i just got this this question like uh a week or so ago and they said if we're not currently on snapchat should we still create a filter for our organization and make that available and then if so how do you go about doing that
1: so i love this question because um i keep i keep saying um you can be on snapchat without being on snapchat right and geo filters to your point um, that is a huge way of being on Snapchat without providing um, the actual content of owning your own account, right? Um, because you can you can set up um, geo filters anywhere in anywhere in the U.S. I was going to say the world, but <laughs> anywhere in the U.S. You can put it around your competitors. You can put it um, at most the most popular centers um, in your in your area. Um, you can definitely use them to just build awareness. But the one thing I would consider when creating these geo filters is, is you want to think about the end user and how they will use it um, to take a picture um, in their Snapchat account, so that way they could post it. So it's it's really you want to be strategic too on how you create these geo filters.
0: Um, now, from there, is there something that, that they should be like? And I'm just going from, from the basics here, but once they create it, is it like, is it done in Photoshop? And what did they do from there? Like, what, so tell us those steps to, to get that approved for those that aren't familiar with that.
1: Yep. So uh, good question. Um, you first need a designer, right? So you got to get your designer to create um, the actual geo filter. And if you go to snapchat.com slash on demand, you'll be able to um, look for geo filters, and it will give you the specs of what um, you need to do to create this geo filter. Um, so once you have this geo filter made, you can go to snapchat.com slash on demand and you can submit a geo filter um, for an approval. It, and the actual steps is quite easy. You just upload it to the Snapchat server. Um, you can, you have to draw what they call a geo fence around a location that you want this um, geo filter to be, pres- uh, be shown at um, you set the date, you set the time, and it gives you the cost. And the cost is uh, at this moment is inexpensive. It starts off at five dollars um, per hour um, for a small uh, amount of real estate. But you get that submitted and Snapchat will turn that will give you an approval within 24 hours, which is really cool. Um, and then I would only say if you are interested in creating geo filters you have 30 days out they give you a 30 days a 30-day window to have one submitted so I would submit one as early as possible if you know when you will um, need to have one created because right now they have a limit up to seven geo filters so once they get filled out you can't submit
0: okay and so let's talk on the cost part because I know a lot of people may not be aware that there is a cost to participating on snapchat can you speak a little bit on on where the cost comes in, and and um, and how they need to you know budget for that.
1: Um, and you're spe- specifically talking about geo filters, or just in general? In general. Um, so, so there are several ways on Snapchat um, to uh, to advertise, I guess, on Snapchat. Right. One is geo filters, which is the the least inexpensive way right now. Um, then there's there's ads inside of the app itself for what they have the Discover channel and the live channel feed. Um, Those are six figures, I believe, starting at six figures for in-app advertisement, Um, but the geo filters are as low as $5 and can get you uh, specific areas that you need kind of thing.
0: Now, what would you say would be the biggest benefit? I know you talked about, you know, having that awareness in front of that demographic or having people being able to kind of be an advocate on your behalf by using your filters to talk about your brand or having fun with your brand and so on, but what would you say the number one benefit for these businesses are, even if they're a one store, one location type of a business?
1: The big benefit, um, I would I would just go back to if your demographic is there, um I always say be where your audience is. Yep. Um and if they're there, the benefit is that they are engaged on that platform far greater than Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram um, because they're not bombarded with ads um, and it's, they get to choose the content that they want to see. And if you're creating incredible content on that platform, you will definitely get the views on Snapchat.
0: Now, would you say that there's a science to when to post, how often to post? and you know certain days of the week and so on because i mean with snapchat there's a small shelf life for your content to remain on the platform
1: um as far as timing i would say um your content dictates the timing as far as time is day no um frequency it's based on the content so if you're providing great value it's entertaining it's engaging it's interactive it's um audience participation kind of thing, you can get away with once a week. Um, Because my strategy on Snapchat is once a week. Um, But it's because I'm adding in all those components. Um, There's others who are doing it 24 hours every single day. um, And that's more of just uh, documenting their their day and life.
0: So with that, with you doing it once a week as as your current calendar for that, do you create the content that whole week long and then Kind of put a recap at the end of the week like uh, no. and highlight.
1: Actually, no. Um, I pre-plan all all my uh, stories because I am a storyteller. I use storyboards to create um, a minute to a two-minute story on say a Monday or Tuesday. I just pick a day during the week when it, when I'm ready, um, and it goes live for that two minutes in the entire week, and that's it. So I am literally dark for the next five, six, seven days until I do it again.
0: Awesome. Now, were there any? I know you have a number of your own resources, but what resources do you recommend, your website, things like that, that people can go to to learn more about this and, and kind of dive in a little bit further?
1: Um, I, I like, so, shaniella.com, um is where I write about tips, strate- tips strategies, and how-tos on Snapchat. Um, I also like the11second.com and um, snapchatstrategies.com have a lot of information around um, how to use it. The other thing, too, I would probably recommend is an app, um, especially for businesses right now. It's called Ghost Codes. Um, you can submit your Snapchat uh, snap code. It's a specific like username um, for people to add you to this app um, where you can have or show that you are on the platform because right now Snapchat doesn't allow discovery. And a good way to be discovered is through the app called Ghost Codes.
0: And then speaking of those codes, to kind of close out our discussion, you know, where would you recommend businesses do with those codes? Blast them everywhere, be strategic at certain events, things like that?
1: Great question. So I love this one because uh, a lot of people, or a lot of businesses just want to know if their audience is on Snapchat. So if you leverage your current Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram following by placing your Snapcode on those sites, like change your profile avatar to the Snapcode you actually have a snap code URL, which is snapchat.com slash add slash username. Place that in all your bios. Um, if you're doing some small page social social media buys, um, having that avatar changed will hopefully entice any of your users that you're targeting to inform them that you're on Snapchat and maybe they'll consider um, scanning that code to get on Snapchat, which will show you whether or not they're interested in their part of Snapchat, right? So definitely take advantage of the URL, the Snapcode, place them on um, all your social channels. If you're a brick and mortar place, put the snap code on the outside of your building. Um, so that way when people are walking by, they see it and they, they'll scan it to add, add you to Snapchat. Those are ways of seeing if your current audience is on it. Um, so that way you can see if you gotta add that into your content strategy or not. Awesome.
0: Well, Sean, this is an incredibly beneficial conversation. I appreciate your time today, man, and, and I'm sure our listeners are going to be very, uh, very happy to get your insights from, from listening today. Anything I left out or anything you want to throw in as like a last remarks?
1: No, you've been, um, you've been great. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about Snapchat, something that I love. Um, so if, uh, if you guys are on Snapchat, follow me on Snapchat. I would love to uh, talk to you there. All right. Well, if you like
0: what you hear today, certainly leave us a review on iTunes. We'd be very appreciative of that. For more information about this show, head over to jeffdehaven.com, powered by Blue Thumb. And we look forward to catching you on the next episode. This podcast is a production of Blue Thumb Digital. For more useful information, head over to bluethumbdigital.com.